0: that beautiful, oh wait, they're going to sue me. Play it.
1: Hey, all you crazy sci-fi fans time for your daily dose of insanity over here at the Sci-Fi Shenanigans Podcast with your hosts, J.R. Handley and me, Chris Winder. Just two nerdy veterans geeking out over our science fiction passions. A place where the sky's the limit, spaces spaces replace, and nerds run the world. Without further ado.
0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Sci-Fi Shenanigans Podcast. Today, we are doing something a little bit different. Um... So, basically, today we have a little bit of a roundtable, and we'll introduce the guests in just a minute. And we're going to speak about the recent development in space uh, with the U.S. creation of the sixth military branch called the U.S. Space Force. Um, wait, basically- wait,
1: there are five? Who's the fifth one?
0: <laughs> the Coasties, right? They count.
2: That's scary, oh,
0: bro. yeah. Kind of. I mean, let's give it to them like our, you know, crazy cousins or something. <laughs> there you go.
1: Cletus. I'm cletus.
0: <laughs> so this would make this the sixth branch of the military and um, basically they would assume all duties for the tactical zones of the Great Dark Void. So some of these tasks are currently being done by the U.S. Air Force and probably other branches and likely some that will be completely new. So uh, we've gathered a group of military veterans who write um, science fiction to talk about the endless possibility uh, possibilities. So, in alphabetical order, let's uh, introduce ourselves briefly. So, we'll start with you, Chris.
1: Hi, I'm Chris.
0: That's all you got? Well, he is a marine, so we'll move on. All right. (laughs) What what, what about you, Edward Hudson? Can can you?
2: Yeah, I'm uh, Edward Hudson. Uh, I'm a U.S. Army veteran. Uh, I was an aviation guy with over 500 hours logged behind an M60D on hawks and hooks, Um, and I'm going on my ninth year as a private military contractor. And I've worked in all the garden spots throughout the Middle East and Africa.
1: Wow, garden spots. Yes, absolutely. So it was just a bunch of sand. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what he's not telling you is he actually is the is the janitor that cleans the porta potties at the military bases. Um, but you know it's a it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it, and we respect you, sir, for for cleaning the shitters for us.
2: Well, somebody's got <laughs> the
0: highest paid janitor in the world. Absolutely, because you know those bathrooms <laughs> get a little raunchy after one too many MREs. So, yeah, yep. um, Can, outstanding. So I. <laughs> so I am J.R. Hanley. I did uh, two tours in Mesopotamia, otherwise known as Iraq, um, and I was an infantryman in the U.S. Army. So, what about you, Logan? Are you going to tell us how smart you were too, and we're joining the army?
3: Uh yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was actually the dumbest guy. I was a Marine infantryman for six years. I did a lot of time uh, you know, on uh, association with State Department.
0: Don't lie. You're cleaning the uh, you're cleaning
3: the outhouse with Edward, aren't you? I actually clean the toilets in the outhouse, specifically the toilet only. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's a
0: highfalutin janitor. All right. (laughs) What about you, Terry? Do you want to introduce yourself, Terry Mixon?
4: Sure. You've already given my name. I served with the 101st Airborne Division back in the 80s, so it's been 30 years ago for me. I was a uh, OH-58 helicopter crew chief with uh, the 229th Attack Helicopter Battalion.
0: But you did something cool after that. You want to tell us how you helped fake the moon landing for NASA?
4: That's a secret. I can't tell you how we faked it. Oh, oh. (laughs) no. I worked for uh, 16 years for NASA as a computer guy once I got out of the service.
0: So you're not going to tell us the secrets of the soundstage? Dang you. Dang you.
1: (laughs) Dang you, Uh, You're not
4: cleared for that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so we'll move right along so i have basically for this setup um some questions to sort of spark a conversation so the first one and we'll like you said just kind of everyone jump in as you can but uh what was your first reaction when you heard about uh, trump announcing the sixth branch of the u.s military
1: jealousy I, I had to look to see if it was the onion reporting it <laughs> Then it wasn't, and I'm still in shock. I have no idea what to do.
4: I thought it was a, an article from the Duffel blog, personally. <laughs>
2: <Same> here.
1: <laughs> Wait, those aren't real?
0: No, they <laughs> totally are. Totally.
1: Okay, yeah, good, good.
0: <laughs> There's some funny stuff, though, for, for military humor. Sometimes they uh, lately get a little too political for my liking, and they take themselves a little too seriously. But it, in this topsy-turvy world, it's kind of hard to tell what's satire and what isn't anymore. That's well, the Air Force guys. That's true this is true they, I think an Air Force dude actually runs it too so but uh, I, I don't know I, I kind of knew it was coming because they sort of floated that trial balloon a couple months ago about uh, about this coming and everyone laughed at it and there was a few memes but no one believed it was real and then lo and behold one day I woke up and they're like no it's for real which right. is the Space Force has
3: already kind of improved the ingenuity of Americans in general because the meme game has
0: upped <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yes. They're glorious, glorious. If you don't know what I'm talking or what we're talking about with the the memes, I shared a whole bunch of them. And in the show notes, you can find my uh, my Facebook. Uh, and they're also in the Galaxy's Edge fan club, which is sort of just a gathering place for people, that, aside from the, the Galaxy's Edge, that love military sci-fi in general. And I'll throw that in the show notes as well. But it's hilarious.
1: Yeah, if you haven't seen the the memes, do you even internet?
2: <laughs> All right. For real? How can you how can you avoid them? So the the funny one. Not have... let me down. <laughs> the
0: funny ones that I liked the best were the ones where, like, the expectation and the reality. And they, like, you've got the alien colonial marines, you know, looking all hardcore. And then they're showing the video. And the reality is going to be something like space balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah.
0: That was,
3: like, my initial reaction, though. Because the first thing I thought was space marines. Awesome. I, you know, I got really excited. And then I thought about it. And I realized that they there probably just need a bunch of dudes sitting of computer screens all day messing
0: yep. with satellites. Yeah. <laughs> Outside raking the moon. Yes, raking, raking. the moon. That was what I was going to go. <laughs> Police call in. Uh, and t- TQ was bad enough with their moon sand, but I couldn't. I, that's Alsedkunda. It's, it's a city in Iraq. But I could not imagine having to do that on some of these other places. So, so uh, let's talk. Let's get into the nitty gritty then. So, what do you guys think? they're gonna actually use for like ranks. Do you think they're gonna go with the Army Marine Corps sort of sergeant, corporal, all that, the Navy Coast Guard ranks, or are they gonna go Zoomy since they're taking the US uh Air Force Space Command? Or something different? Hmm. Oh, like can you make a rank spaceman? Spaceman one? That, that, that is a meme that is out there and I shared it. So like I said, you check that Facebook group out. But how do you take that guy seriously when he says I'm spaceman one? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Spaceman. Um I, I hope they don't go navy because, like, you know, I understand petty officer first class, petty officer second class, chief petty officer, but then they have the weird ranks like, like third boats mates, mizzen mass, left arm, <laughs> and I have no idea.
2: I, what rank I've never are. understood those.
1: Yeah, I, I hope they keep it really simple.
2: Well, I really want to see the the TO&E for this uh, for what's proposed. Um, I, you know, my gut tells me that they're going to split. You know, between the flight ops and the ground ops. So we'll probably see something kind of similar. You know, you'll probably see the sergeants and staff sergeants. But at the same time, you're going to need, um, you know, warrants and, and all that good stuff. Spacemen uh, out there on the uh, at the flight deck. So, so
0: you're going to I, I think at some point what you're going to end up is the Space Force is going to be sort of like Space Marines. And you're going to end up with the Navy in space. Too, because because so. someone's going to have to run the the spaceships at a certain point. But the other option, of course, is we could steal a page from Heinlein's book and do the uh, Starman. What did he wrote Starman Starman Jones? Yep. But That'd that work. just doesn't that doesn't sound as cool to call everyone Starman.
1: No, it doesn't sound cool to call him Airman either. <laughs> what's,
0: your, what's your definition yeah. of the cool, man? I don't know. I, I I like Space Marines or you know the Space Legion or you not know, Space Army. We could go with the cool branch. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I wish they'd just go with the marine ranks and just leave it at that until they have ships in space, but yeah, that's not going to happen
1: yeah, it's but, probably yeah. not going to happen
0: well, the, the marine ranks, they did keep it simple for everyone, because you know
4: marines,
0: alright send the hate hey, mail it's... to to Chris oh, <laughs> so, so how many of you are putting down the Twinkie so you can re-up
1: oh, I did
2: <laughs>
1: and we, I'm waiting to see what see. comes of it, maybe
2: no. I'm, I've gone full keto I'm uh, three hours a day in the gym No, I'm, I'm kidding, I was just eating ice cream <laughs> it,
4: was, I, it was good keto ice cream
1: <laughs> I think it's going to be okay Because imagine a two mile run That's, on the moon I mean really, how hard is that going to be? It's going to be bouncing yeah. Yeah. If you're
4: up in orbit, two miles is a breeze You just have to like stand
1: there <laughs> Right, and it, it yeah. took like four <laughs> seconds <laughs> That's true
2: do They make uh, spacesuits and huskies. Yeah, <laughs> I've actually seen that as one of the. <laughs> as, as one
0: of the memes. Was the um, yeah. was was a, a blob in a spacesuit, and it's like I aced my two mile run. <laughs>
4: well, I've heard that company that makes the uh, buck naked underwear is making buck naked spacesuits.
1: Wow,
0: that's uh, that's interesting.
1: So. I just had that picture in mind. I don't know what to do with it now. I think I need to poke out my mind's eye. Brain bleach. Brain bleach. <laughs> yeah. that, bro. It. <laughs> oh wow. So do you You're think a this, bad person?
0: Oh. <laughs> do you think they'll actually take uh, people re-upping from other branches, or are they gonna go the Air Force route where it's like, no, we just want new people that never served?
4: I think the latter.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think <laughs> I think they may pull from the Air Force, especially for for some of their higher command elements. But the Air Force has, has some pretty high expectations. I mean Marines, really if you can put an X on a piece of paper and they don't even care if you're drunk when you sign up. <laughs> they're okay with that. But Air Force actually has some standards, so I think they're gonna go at least that route, maybe even more strict.
3: Probably standard is relative though, isn't it? What was that? Standard is relative. I mean what, what how do you I met. A, I mean, I have plenty. Of Air Force guys, Josh Hayes. Look at him.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's okay, but I think they I think the guys should be super smart. I mean, it's, it's going to take a lot of uh, a lot of brain power, a lot of math to get those kinetic weapons to land on uh, on our enemies, you know, with, with any kind of yeah. accuracy.
0: So I'm just picturing. Has anybody seen um, space above and beyond where they had where they had well, the it. Marine Corps boot camp sa- scene with Arlie Emery? Yes. I'm just picturing oh, yeah. that, like him going full bore. On them in this, like, the Spaceman version of his Paris Island spiel. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, when the meme started, it's the first time I saw that show, because I was sort of busy uh, in high school when that came out in 96. And uh, and the, if you notice, if you pay attention, his his uh, uniform, he has an extra rocker, too. <laughs> so so the, yeah. the, the Starman oh. ranks are, are, you know, they got longer, I guess, rank paths for them. <laughs> So we decided on Starman, I don't know that. what it is. What's that? Decided on Starman then? Uh, they went with Marine, full Marine Corps rank because uh, <laughs> they had the, I guess it was the Hammerhead fighters that everyone was in. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I've only seen I, – I watched because it popped up in the feed and I was curious. I watched an episode. I mean for 90s TV, it wasn't that bad.
1: <laughs> so, I love that. <laughs> it wasn't great. It just wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, I mean the, the – it's solid, two and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely B-movie territory, but, you know. Huh.
0: Uh, can, can, I mean, it still was better than the new Star Wars crap.
1: No. No, uh, it's not hard. It had uh, Harley in it, man. You purists.
0: Well, no, I'm just, I just. I prefer a plot. Like, I, I get the sci-fi, you know, like the green screen stuff is cool, but if the plot sucks, the plot sucks. So.
2: Yep. Whack. <laughs> yeah all right special effects are only going to get I, you so far i gotta
4: tell you that thinking about things in space you know i i don't want to i don't want to hear the first blue on blue kinetic weapon strike Ouch.
0: was that your planet
4: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that your planet
0: oops wasn't it nasa didn't nasa lose a satellite because they accidentally like messed up the conversion from like feet to yards or something crazy
2: no. Now that that was the Mars probe, the um, one computer system was on metric, and the other was on standard. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. So when uh,
4: JPL, What would you go? Dairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Figure. Now you see why I don't talk about what I did at NASA.
0: <laughs> it mean, was you. Want there. <laughs> yeah.
4: Nope. It was definitely JPL. It was all their bad
0: that's one heck of a mistake can you like every branch has them you call them different things nowadays everyone calls them carl but that one you know dumb private you know whatever could you could you imagine (laughs) what happens when we give him kinetic weapons and and laser beams and space stuff oh
1: no oh yeah oh god no
4: I, i there was a guy when i was doing helicopter maintenance his name was uh, Radke. He was, he was your, your prototypical private like that. They make tail rotor systems, so you can only put the blades on one way. He put it on backwards and took a hammer to make it fit.
0: Oh, <laughs> my
1: gosh.
0: Yeah, Can you imagine explaining that to the boss?
1: <laughs> we had a guy in boot camp who pulled the pin on the hand grenade and then looked at the hand grenade, opened his hand. Oh, yeah, we
0: boy. had that happen, too. Ooh.
1: Uh, Gosh, yeah, this guy. This guy always looked like he was on the verge of a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: didn't give him explosives.
1: Oh yeah, I can you imagine oh,
0: the, the guy that, um, me- that that did the. Um, the pin for us where he threw the pin and dropped the grenade. Of course, the drill sergeant was able to pull him out, you know, as they jumped out of the foxhole. But um, he was the same guy who actually shot one of his battle buddies when we were doing the tactical move, you know, where you up, I'm down. They, You know, I'm up, they see me, I'm down. Tactical leapfrogging. Yeah. Um he shot his battle buddy in the foot.
1: <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>
0: I'm like, Dude, and these that
1: are that the guys hell. who are gonna have the tungsten rods are gonna wipe out cities. <laughs> oh, hey, wow. hey the,
4: the drill instructors, they were just as bad in their own way. I remember when we were waiting at the at the range to do the grenades, we were on the other side of the hill and they were standing on top of the hill throwing gravel onto the roof and saying, Oh yep, that's shrapnel. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, there's
3: a whole YouTube channel I think devoted to guys getting thrown out of the grenade pit
0: is there really? I'll have, to, I have to check it's, it's <laughs> some funny stuff of course what they don't tell you is that if you resist the drill sergeant only has to try once oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. that's the
2: way I look. oh they told us that
0: <laughs> well, no, they don't tell most, most of the, uh, the civilians that see that stuff like the drill sergeant is not gotta stay there and die with you if you're that dumb
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Darwin. That's is right.
0: Yes. <laughs> Proving yet again that the ASVAB is not um, as in, um, infallible as they would like you to believe. <laughs> so, so <laughs> you, true. It, does anyone actually believe that? I've heard that from civilians. They're <laughs> like, "Oh, you got to be smart to pass the ASVAB." And I just think about all the oh, carls wow, I Jesus. knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So overall, what do you what do you think about this um, this development? Do you think it's going to be as earth shattering, or basically just going to be the same old what the Air Force was already doing? Wah, wah,
4: wah. Yeah,
1: exactly. My only hope, my, the, only, the only silver lining on this cloud that I see is if there's a military branch that needs something, there's a civilian contractor willing to develop it.
2: Oh, yeah. So well, I'm was, thinking was-
1: plasma <laughs> rifles are going to be a thing.
2: <laughs> Space oh, toilets.
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Wonder what wonder what those will cost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the catheters that are involved.
0: Have you seen the... Um, The Independence Day, where they've got them in the underground Area 51 bunker, and uh, the um, main character's father's like, do you really think they spent $500 on a toilet seat when he was asking how they funded all this secret shit?
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, I guess they just won't have to lie. They're just going to be like, nope, totally win all the space stuff.
1: What I'm really hoping (laughs) is that now that we admit that we're going to do this thing, they can go ahead and open up Area 51 and show us all the cool tech they've been hiding for just this moment. Open that, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I think um, this is going to be a shot in the arm for technology. Um, You know, if you look at um, the space race back in the late 60s, you know, that was a competition. So, you know, maybe (laughs) this might not be good for world peace, but it's (laughs) sure as hell going to be good for. Yeah, you know, for, for technological. So innovation. how long? Yeah. Is, oh, oh,
3: damn, Ed, I had that written down. I was going to talk about that.
2: Yeah, I was <laughs> uh, going to say. Oh, fail!
0: How long before Russia and China starts their own space force?
4: Oh shoot, they already do. Yeah. they may not yeah. have it labeled, but China's definitely there. Okay,
0: absolutely, yep. that's the thing yeah,
3: about, China's like, been working on it. Wait, someone posted a video on on the um, Galaxy's Edge site the other day, and it was and someone had, you know said that, you know it's about. Financial things and budgets, and I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, it's going to have to happen regardless because it's all going on right now with you know behind closed doors. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
3: someone's going to push that way regardless of whether we do it or not.
2: Yeah, well, and also look at with talking about the Russians, we're still hitching a ride to the ISS with them. Uh, They're you know they're the only ones putting people in space at the moment.
1: Yeah. Yep. Wow. What a change of events that is. They couldn't build a refrigerator and now they're doing this. But they it's make crazy. some darn good vodka. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, so. Uh, darn funny
0: YouTube videos. This is true. This is true. <laughs> so, how long before we have our space vintage, our first space vintage
1: of alcohol? Oh.
4: Like five yeah. minutes after we get there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this
1: is, so, we're making a hoot for their space toilet.
4: <laughs> this is assuming, yeah. this
5: is assuming
0: they haven't already done that on the International Space Station. <laughs> oh, true. But
2: they probably have. Right. Well, who's? I mean, there's Russians, Brits up there. You know, they're not going to sure. go without for too long. The guys, guys, you know, you guys have been deployed
3: and had the O'Dules in their, in the fridge their yeah, yeah, that's nasty. <laughs> put, put, oh, put yeah. on the on the roof to ferment in the sun because somehow the sun makes it alcohol in it. <laughs> I didn't know that. Solar radiation yeah. outside of the atmosphere may make that an actual possibility. Okay, yeah.
0: Okay,
1: boy. There could be all kinds of cool stuff. Did
0: anybody play um, just with the booze. Anybody play the game Fallout, the Nuka Cola that you know was yes. radiated? Like I'm just picturing our booze getting <laughs> sitting out, <laughs> radiated pooch. Yeah, but um okay. yeah. So, how how long do you think uh, before the Outer Space Treaty of 1967 goes bye bye? 15 minutes. <laughs>
4: You mean anybody's yeah. actually paying attention well, to that China, right now?
0: China's already yeah. planning to colonize the moon. They, they just released about how they had a guy in there for a year in that um, capsule, the, the prototype. Well, it's all about how you spin it, though, right? You can't – as long as you don't say the moon is ours,
2: they can do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and according to the treaty, it says no government entity – can can take uh, over uh, the moon or any other, ent- or, you yeah. know, doesn't say that Amazon can't just go in there and colonize. And here's, here, that's also fair. Yeah, here's
1: the thing with China all corporations, all of them are part of the government, but they can call sure. it a corporation and then the government funds it and they get there and they haven't broken the treaty. Ooh, that's an mm-hmm. interesting development.
2: Yeah. yeah. And the Soviet Union no longer exists. Because uh, I pulled it up after you, uh, after you, um, posted that, and I was like, it hasn't even been updated. You know, they're not even pretending that you know the Russian Federation is a part oh, of I this. I haven't touched it.
4: Um, I believe yeah. that what Russia did when it became the Russian Federation is they inherited the obligations of the Soviet Union as far as all treaties. Okay. Well,
2: uh, we did not mean that.
4: <to laughs> me. Yeah, they could they back out, but I believe that was the intent when they yeah. when they started that.
2: What that I'm going is thing. how it's going to
4: affect weapons in space, because I would be shocked if the Chinese don't already have something in orbit.
0: That's, you know, that's, oh, that's but the didn't point. they just lose a, a
3: space not, station?
0: Uh, yeah.
4: yeah, but they abandoned it. It's one of those things. Oh, you know, that's junk. It fell out of the sky.
3: Well, that's yeah. The mirror. I mean, that's, that's big for space force though. Like we, if they can't, I mean, as if I read the you know, the actor, right, the treaty, right, they can't have a military platform in space, like a, a base station, whatever, uh, anywhere in space. Hmm.
1: I'm pretty sure we already do. Yeah. Not manned. Oh no, wouldn't be manned. Wouldn't have to be. Oh, well,
3: it's a facility, right? So it can't be a it can't be a military facility in space or a celestial object. It says that's what the, the thing says.
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna go right out the window. So I guess, um, I, guess right? I guess working around
0: all those uh, those porta potties, you uh, you had lots of time to think. So um, good on you for figuring that out for us. <laughs> so the uh yeah, I, I always hmm. figure that that treaty is the minute we could actually theoretically do all of that, like it was going by way of the dodo bird.
2: So yeah. 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 as soon as there's a well, corporation that can make money. And I have well you have to ask this too, is you've got what, five Lagrange points out there. Now those aren't technically you know, it's it's not a surface, you know, it's it's where you're gonna want to put space stations or or cylinders hard. or whatever. Um shipyards, you know, Mm. um, all that good stuff. So who's going to decide that's not mentioned at all. Um, and that is, that's a huge hole in that treaty. It's like, well, you know, I, I don't know if we're going to do rock, paper, scissors or (laughs) whoever gets there (laughs) first.
4: One thing about the Lagrange point is it's not a a finite spot. It's actually a fairly spread out area. You could have multiple stations in a Lagrange point. When
0: did we, when did
4: we discover them? Though,
0: Yeah, they're moving. Oh, I just googled that's it. Seventeen seventy-two, Joseph Louis Lagrange. So apparently, they don't—they oh, don't have an wow. excuse if they didn't know about him either. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah, Me neither. Well, not everybody's different. a history
1: nerd, <laughs> Jr. Uh,
0: I, this was more a case of I was a Google nerd. Apparently. Um, (laughs) but uh but it'll definitely because you know there's actually already uh, a space.com heard an article about it there's already companies that are trying to set up with the sole purpose of manufacturing things in space from like mined materials so that way they can send it to earth because i guess the the extreme cold makes better for building certain things right
3: yeah lack of gravity i mean there's a bunch of companies that are trying to do things like mine asteroids mm-hmm. I think There is right now? <laughs> yep. So what, I mean, are do they, are they going to do that unmanned or I don't, so I don't write that much into it, but is there going to be unmanned facilities doing that? Or are they going to have people out there doing that?
4: There's enough that they can do with unmanned stuff that they could start the process, but it's going to require a human being or two at some yeah. point to, to do the really, the stuff that requires finesse.
1: Okay, and because so the time
4: lag on stuff, sending signals from the Earth, you're not going to be able to control something precise. You're going to have to have somebody on station.
3: Oh, absolutely. Right. Well, then, I mean, that maybe the fastest way for, for someone to get you know boots on the ground and guns in space <laughs> is to go to diplomatic security because apparently, and I learned this a while back in some class, but the Special Maritime and Territorial Jurisdiction uh, Code of the U.S. Thinks that the only diplomatic security can conduct uh, law enforcement investigations and protection in space because of you know the same thing that that, that they can do things like investigate on, on foreign soil.
0: So you don't think we're going to have a coast guard in space? Eventually, nah. probably but not right now. I mean, true, true. first. But um, I mean, I've got some Legos. I can get started.
4: Maybe they can go ahead and clean up all the junk in
0: orbit first. <laughs> yeah. Some poor private's going to be having, like, space police call.
1: <laughs>
4: go ahead and please
1: yep. near-Earth
4: orbit, private. <laughs>
1: Drive around some ready-armored uh, uh, space trash truck.
0: <laughs> this is what happens when you mess and make the first sergeant
1: mad. This sucks. Beep. Beep. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: back how how in space truck how do you burn shit in a, in a can of space
2: <laughs> you just just jettison it, it is bit mean, you need to stir it but space? If you, <laughs> if you're,
0: if you, I've done that before it's miserable it's miserable but so oh, do you think the um yeah. Uh, see, that's it. It raises some interesting ethical questions if you're jettisoning your biological waste. Because at a certain point in time, you are seeding potentially other planets. Because it's going to go if you push it out, it'll keep going until something stops it. I that's nice. So, I mean, It'd you could you potentially be seeding, you know, oh, bacteria gross. that populates another world, and who knows what happens?
1: Oops, and then we'll have a yeah. <laughs> <coming after>. we'll <laughs> yeah, little shit out that'll be their problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, because I know people boats. that have wanted to get buried in space, like they shoot the capsule, or whatever, with their corpse in it. Um, that have talked about that, and like, so what? What happens when yeah, those things yeah. just start raining on other planets? I mean, I could imagine the first one that went out, and it's like uh, that's going to be the first interstellar war. Some aliens, like they threw dead bodies at us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Crusades. They're kind
4: of yeah. <laughs> the dead cows over the wall. <laughs> the first <laughs> alien that finds one of those is going to look yeah. at it and go. Who is J.R. Handley?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many of them?
2: <laughs> actually, I believe, it, I believe it was actually Roddenberry was the first one they launched or was in the first it? group. Was yeah, he? really? I think so. Yeah, I'm cool. pretty sure it was Gene Roddenberry. God, I wish I had money.
0: Well, <laughs> um, when I go, longer. I actually <laughs> have a lot more uh, low-key. There's a company that will um, cremate your remains and put them into a shotgun shell so people could go like fire you in the fireworks. <laughs> you laugh. Oh, that's low key.
3: Yeah. I would Yeah, go out with a bag wow. You
0: could do that. How cool would that be? Like you, you get to hunt deer one last time. Oh man, that, that was a redneck
1: company. So the dead Jerry killed something. Yeah, that,
0: that's a that's a very assuming they hit the target. But that's a very redneck company. The only way to Valhalla yes. is to become <laughs> gunpowder. So, so on a serious note, what do you guys suspect the first mission of the U.S. Space Force
1: will be? Oh.
2: Ooh. Right, the same thing as the that satellites. Just doing Oh, yeah. Well, the orbital police call, absolutely. And then they'll probably have some sort of equipment layout for change command inventory. Uh,
0: no, probably not. Although, to begin with. when you think about the police call, I think we're going to run into the same problem with the orbital space trash that we run into with that floating pile of garbage in the Pacific where the um the two currents meet like everyone's <laughs> yeah. like yeah this should really be cleaned up it's it's going to destroy the planet but it's not my territory so it's not my problem and they don't want to spend the money on it so i i, right. I suspect that that stuff in space trash yeah. is going to stay there until we could find some sort of automated like robots that could address it
3: yeah i've seen articles on that where they're going to put robots out to collect it up and, and then use it so, again later but what i think yeah, they're going to be working on first i think or that or
4: they've got it. to worry about the fact that you know the bunks—you can't get those suckers really tight for the inspection in orbit. Zero G sucks for bunks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, that's right. Well, they've stopped—they've stopped shining boots, so I mean that might as well give way too. Yeah, how do you bounce a curve true. with no gravity? All right, well let's
0: let's, no one let's take a quick uh, yep, pause in go. this conversation. We'll get back to the first mission, but uh, we'll we'll shamelessly shill for the man and, and pause for a word from our sponsor.
5: Looking to let your inner geek out for an exciting weekend of fun? What could be better than attending Congregate 5? A fan-run sci-fi and fantasy convention in High Point, North Carolina. Coming up July 13th through the 15th, 2018. With something to offer everyone, including... A chance to meet and interact with best-selling authors and guests of honor, Jane Linskold and Charles E. Gannett panel discussions on a variety of topics, fan group meetups, live performances, costume contests, writing workshops, gaming, and more. It's the convention to attend. For more information and memberships, visit www.con-cregate.com. www.con-cregate.com. July 13th through the 15th, 2018. Congregate.com. All right.
0: Thank you for sticking with it. So when you left us, we were talking about the uh, U.S. Space Force's first mission. So I suspect that it's going to still be the satellites. But Although I, I do think at some point in time it's going to be a national security issue in order to maintain those satellites that we do get rid of that space garbage. So, yeah, no, That's
1: agree. how they'll get, they'll get the funding for
0: it. Yeah, because it's going to start taking out satellites in the near future. And then, of course, you've got the issue with, with all those dead satellites, too, because we've got a lot of our satellites are at the end of their life.
2: Well, what will have to happen first, though, unfortunately, is one of the SpaceX ships going up with uh, tourists is going to have to hit something and explode so, in order for people to give a so damn about let it. Let this
0: be a lesson to you. If you get offered a ride on a ship called the SpaceX Titanic, pass. The Lusitania, you hit
1: an iceberg of truth. Right.
0: Lusitania, pass. You, know, you got you to gotta think about these things, right? Like which, which ship you're going to get on.
4: It's, is that really <laughs> going to do enough good for that? Because I mean, be look error. at what happened when China blew up that satellite. Do you hear anything about it today? No. But nobody died. Oh man! It wrecked a multi-billion-dollar. Are we sure? A uh, satellite. You figure somebody'd be screaming.
0: Well, the the way the government blows through money oh, these God. days, I don't even <laughs> think you know a trillion dollars. are like, oh, that was breakfast. Well, I mean, Good
3: yeah. question is this though. I mean, how far does this have to go before you know, with the technology we have now? how long is it going to take for us to get into things like actual military operations in space for a space force to be a, a, a broader, the first colony on the moon,
0: 20 years. Cause you know, There's they're going to have, they're going to, our first colonies are going to be do- living in domes. They've already done real life experiments. They've learned a lot from the one they did out in the desert. Uh, the bio, the biodome. They did two, <laughs> like two of those. That
3: was Paul's fault, man. He did not do that well.
2: Yeah, it was uh, a failure. <laughs> uh,
0: there were several out. of them. It was also a movie, but no, the, the legit one. I, there's a book out there. Um, I've shared it before already about the experience of the people that live there. Um, the real issue was that there was a flaw in the design of the building, so they were having um, um, was it air issues, like air purity issues that they were they had to compensate for artificially, and like that sort of took out the whole detached thing. Um,
3: well, what about I mean, what is it? The, the expanse use the uh, the plants. Is yes. that even a, a, is that possible? You could you could hydroponics. Sure. Oxygen How much would you need, though? Uh,
0: They're actually in in Sweden. They've got uh, experiments they're doing because they have such a short and growing season, and they have issues um, with the lack of arable soil. So they're actually doing like skyscraper-type buildings with hydroponics that are are stacking everything. And so they're getting pretty good about growing a lot of stuff in condensed spaces. So I I imagine at some level you'll see some of that with regards to – Hydroponics. Uh, the other thing they're doing in, in some of the closed environments is they're playing with the different wavelengths of light, um, and so they can see that certain wavelengths help it grow uh, different speeds and have different like results. Because with the light, when you've got the sun as your light source, you just get all of it sort of thrown at you like a scattergun, and you don't necessarily know which ones are doing what to the plant. And so they're trying to isolate it to make it even more effective. And they've already increased their yield like ten percent. And that's all, hmm. Jr. You're the smartest grunt to ever walk the face of the earth. I, I hmm. tried to tell them I, I was right? too smart for the infantry, but they just laughed and said, "Do more push-ups." <laughs> you know, that's I, I think they going to be doing most
4: of this. I'm okay. sorry. I, th- I think that the the moon is not going to be the first thing that gets the space forces going. I think that Elon Musk is going to colonize Mars first.
3: That'll be interesting because that's far enough away to not cause a real big problem, right?
4: Until they decide yeah, they're talking about sending missions. He's talking about sending missions fairly shortly.
0: But it's, it's going yeah, it to be a one-way trip, years, so it's going to – I mean, ooh, the kind of crazy people that are going to go. You volunteered, right?
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. My name is on the list, actually. I did that while I was in college when they were doing uh, – it was uh, – what is it? Uh, it was like a Kickstarter as a joke. Like no one thought it was legit. Back in 2004, there was one where you could volunteer. I don't think it was Elon Musk's company. Though I think it was uh, – a. Um, one of those like libertarian projects like the the floating city that never seemed to ever get built so <laughs> yeah. because it, it, the whole idea is basically like the micro state where you don't need these massive governments but but I don't see how that works in a vacuum until you can like be self-sufficient and that's gonna be a while yeah so they're they're gonna be dependent on on the lifeline of Earth that's why I think the moon is gonna be the best because it's close enough that we could get help there you know relatively quickly. Whereas introduced. if it happens on Mars, well, we, we just might as well send the caskets for them. Right. Good luck. Well, we see that yeah, now, but
1: that with all years. the money that's going to be pumped into this and all the research and development that, that these corporations are going to volunteer so they have the next great product to sell, um, sell the U.S. Space Force, I think yeah. I think I we're going to see some crazy stuff for the next five years. Oh, yeah. Have I, I don't have ion so. drives. That sounds like it
3: might do, do a good job.
0: The energy requirement. They've actually, like, they said for a while, they thought the Alcubierre uh, warp drive would work, and then they debunked that study, and because they couldn't replicate it. So,
1: we just need we need cold fusion. That'll be the next step.
2: There you go. Or hot fusion. I don't care which, but yeah, we do mm-hmm. need
0: didn't that. Didn't Matt Damon?
2: That'll solve a lot of problems all that, in one time. Didn't Matt Damon make a movie about that? <laughs>
3: Mad
0: thing. Oh, there was one about there's like a he like leaked it to the Russians or something. I remember a movie about cold fusion. Oh,
2: no, that, <coughs> that, was Bell, oh, okay, that was okay. Bell Kilmer. Was it Bell? Oh,
0: okay, it was somebody. I remember watching it back in the day. The Saint. Yes, <laughs> was it the same? Yes, that's it. The Saint. Yes, oh, the, the Saint. Saint. That was cool. So, <laughs> that was cool. All, right. <laughs> All right, I'll throw that link in the show notes so you can see what we're talking about, people.
1: <laughs> Voltron
0: The whole point of this trip yeah. was less show notes for us That's why we did the round table
1: Cheese
0: from- <laughs> <laughs> so, so how do you, you know, transitioning a little bit So how do you think this is going to change the world of science fiction? I don't know that's going
4: to change it at all I was going to
1: say the same thing I think uh, about a third of the authors are going to say I told you so And that's <laughs> all that's going to change
4: in the
3: writing, though, or even the making of movies, it's all been going on forever. I don't think there's really
2: much to change. That's true, but a lot of us, they start. You know, you start with your world building with current events, and we, you know, we extrapolate from there. So this is gives us an actual starting point, or will, you know, when it's actually becomes a thing in the next dozen years or whatever. But it's, I don't know, some sort of common ground uh, for us to. Uh, you know, to start our military, uh, our next military sci-fi book. And you can, something to, you know, something to call back to, you know, for. story
1: fodder. There you go. I, I take that.
2: Or you could do that.
4: What I'm worried about, I, I'm not really worried about it, I guess I should say, is what I suspect is going to happen is we've got the space forces now. And then when the presidency changes, the next president will go, never mind. <laughs> Just like they oh. did when Bush said we're going back to the moon, and Obama said no, we're not. I have yeah, thought of a well, point. What,
0: depends on how much uh, of it gets established into law, because that's one thing we never seem to be able to do as as a U.S. is get rid of stuff once they put it on the books. You know, I mean, look look, look right. how long we've been trying yeah. to reform some of our social programs, and you just the, the, once people get used to stuff and stuff being money, whatever contracts from the government for fill in the blank like. We don't give that up. Heck, we still stockpile wool, and we haven't had wool uniforms in how long? I mean, right. some <laughs> farmer.
2: Right? So it uh, there's nothing more permanent than a temporary government program. Yes, <laughs> that's so, right. You're going to be happy that
4: wool is being stockpiled when the EMP takes out civilization. <laughs> this is true.
2: We just have to figure out where it is,
0: though. <laughs> right, fine, man. so the um. <laughs> They actually had a company that wanted to um, send like the whole contents of Wikipedia and like print it onto metal discs and then send it to the moon just in case. So,
4: <laughs> you know, if, if that's that's what they want to preserve for posterity, Wikipedia.
0: <laughs> I know. Well,
3: well the other <laughs> problem with that is if it
4: really hits the
0: fan bad enough that we need it, how are we getting to the moon to retrieve it?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a good point.
4: They could just put it on the top of Mount Everest with the rest of the trash they leave up there. Ooh.
2: That's true. Yes, bodies
0: and all. So there actually is a push right now to try to clean that all up, the whole Mount Everest. Good,
4: good luck with that. You'll you'll clean up orbit before you clean up Mount Everest. They actually have started instituting
0: like a, a mountain climbing fee, and you have to bring down X amount of weight of trash, or they they eat your deposit of four thousand dollars. And people are like, yeah. keep the four thousand. Like so hey, you
2: hump it in. If you hump it in, you hump it out.
0: That's, that's my approach, too, but I was a Boy Scout, so, you know, leave the place cleaner than you found it. Not enough Boy Scouts, apparently, are cleaning are climbing Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, not <laughs> this one. So you're, you're right. So the good thing with the space trash, though, is we if we don't know what to do with it, we could always just shoot it into the moon. I mean, into the sun. Yeah.
4: You know how much energy no. it takes to move something into that kind of orbit? Well, yeah. yeah. No, I mean,
0: actually, I don't you know. don't. You don't have to push it that hard if you could get the tra- trajectory lined up.
4: It would take much oh. less energy to slow it down and just let it fall into the atmosphere.
2: Yep, and it'll get burned up there. We hope.
1: Most of it. Plus, Most of plus it. you start shooting uh, heavy elements into the sun, eventually you poison it and we're all dead.
3: Well, I mean, is plastic a heavy element? I don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Anything I iron or heavier. <laughs> yeah. You start slowing down that nuclear reaction. I mean, the sun is huge. But all it takes is a little bit of catalyst to get that started. Yeah.
2: Well, I think the metal that's in, in in orbit is mostly aluminum and titanium. Anyway, aluminum melts at uh, I think it's like eighteen hundred degrees or something. So, well, I don't think we should worry too much about that.
0: <laughs> so, is that what you is that what everyone suspects we're going to do with the space trash? We're gonna we're gonna throw it into uh, burn up in the atmo. I mean,
2: at some sure. at some it point, I think it'll be it, it'll make sense. Just to pull it up, just to vacuum it up and recycle it. Lots and lots.
4: If there was actually industry in orbit that could recycle it, that they could use the materials for something else, I think that's what they'd do with it. Yeah. Because it would make sense if you build a factory in orbit, you'd send out little scooters to pick up the various pieces of space junk and bring it back because it costs a lot of money to get stuff up, up right. in orbit. Yep. Okay. That's
0: true. Okay. Use the stuff that's already there? Yeah. So, so how long until we take Mercury and we just like asteroid mine the heck out of it till it doesn't exist anymore?
3: I did it yesterday on a nap. It's fine.
0: <laughs> well, we've still got Pluto hanging out as a spare planet, so. We'll be fine. Yeah, it's, it.
4: it's gonna be the, It's going to be the near-Earth orbit asteroids that are getting mined.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you think we're going to pull that off in, in this lifetime, the mining of the near-Earth Earth orbit asteroids?
4: I suspect uh, not that the mine. first probes are less than a decade Whoa, away. I, I, I would wager they're coming.
2: Yeah. Really? 20 years. About 20 years, I'll bet. Do it, oh. I
4: don't think the, I don't think the first efforts With are gonna paper. succeed, but I think the first probes to see what those near Earth asteroids look like will happen in the next ten years. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, the, the other scary
0: thing you could think about is some of them – like that one big one that you see everyone talking about that's on its way out of the galaxy, the really long sort of narrow one. Like what if we – Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, that's, a space, that's a spaceship. It's yep. not It's, it's not not a ship.
0: So we're going to end up with a satellite that just lands there, and it's going to be like the, the calling card to the aliens to come wipe us out. Like, oh, what's this?
3: My command ship is actually out there, and the SDF will land on Earth in the next year or so. <laughs>
0: So nice. so does everyone think the Space Force mission uh, is going to finally let us see what's under Cheyenne Mountain? Are we really going to know?
1: Mm. No, we'll never oh. know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Area 51 first.
0: Okay, baby steps. All right. Because I want the Stargate. Oh. Yes.
3: <laughs> I want the flying saucer. Walk
0: the
3: Puddle of water, fight aliens. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow! So, what? What? Uh, those were the notes that I had prepared for the discussion. What did everyone else come up with that you that you thought about this uh, creation of the U.S. Space Force?
3: I think honestly, the the, the biggest issue we're going to have is that the treaty from '69. Man, to be honest with you, there's so many weird caveats in there that you, you can't really work around it too much militarily. No, yeah. At least. <laughs>
2: Well, the UN is toothless anyway. I mean, what are they going to do? True. I mean, they would they would send us anyway. That's so. <laughs> true. we can violate it all we want. That's
3: absolutely true. <laughs> and I I don't disagree with that at all. But I would say, the other word of the law, whatever law you would take that as. Um, I mean, there's there's rules, I guess.
4: <laughs> I, I I don't see
0: <laughs> I don't thank you UN lasting much longer. No, I don't either.
4: Wow, that's that's optimistic. I think they're gonna be around until long, long after they cease to be relevant in a yeah, at all. Yeah, they're
2: they're yeah.
4: which is like that's tomorrow. <laughs>
2: tomorrow. <laughs> and they're like scamming his way around everyone's junk. The yeah. UN. And when they find a an asteroid made of platinum and gold, um yeah, there's gonna be so much money involved in that that they're that that treaty is going to just be tossed aside, oh. and no one's even going to look at it. Or or if we find an asteroid full of oil, we're going to have to take freedom to that. <laughs> <laughs> take freedom to that. <laughs> as as soon as that. a
4: private company finds a very productive asteroid, it makes me wonder whether the U.S. government will try to take part
2: of it. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Will they try to nationalize it? It's possible. What's mm-hmm? the tax rate going to be in space?
1: Hmm. Zero percent, maybe. <laughs> oh no, they'll they'll tax the heck out of it, and I think the space force will be the tax collectors. Yep, and they're also going to be the guys protecting the mining oh, rigs final out part in space. Of military town.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
1: and I think that's where the conflict is going to so start. We, it's going to start over some big rock. So if in we space. do
0: that, you know, you know, the minute we start having bases on like the Mars and the Moon you know you're going to end up with all the seedy establishments that follow military bases since the dawn of time.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Spacecraft. Is this, where
4: you, is this where you bring in you dying from something falling <laughs> to the ceiling from space while you're with the prostitute, but you haven't completed the Look deal this. yet? It's
0: too soon, okay? Too soon. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Financing. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: <laughs> Only 90% interest.
1: Oh, man. So. Yeah. I I wonder, (laughs) I'm wondering if the Space Force personnel are going to spend enough time alone and kind of isolated from everybody else, if they're going to come up with their own culture, or if the E4 Mafia is going to follow them up there, too. That's actually
3: a trick. you are not going to be alone ever. So the colors are going to change to, let's just do this in public.
0: (laughs) So they... um, The the good thing about some of the seedy establishments that do do follow the military is at least the poles that people like to dance with will help them from floating away until we can develop artificial gravity.
4: That's true. (laughs) If you're going to have those, I wonder when the first pawn shop in space is going to (laughs) happen. A reality TV show, I'm telling you.
0: Yeah,
2: right after the first (laughs) paycheck. The the Real
0: Housewives of Mars.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Oh wow. We, this uh, is
1: going to be a reality show. You know it is. Will
0: happen. I-, I could see that being yeah. some a way to finance some of that stuff. Is like some TV show is going to do like a reality show about like Big Brother where they watch everything. I could see that. I mean, they've got reality shows where they literally just watch people eat on, on the internet, yeah. which I totally yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't understand why it's a thing, but people pay good money to watch some some lady eat food. <laughs> Talking about.
1: I'm sure there's a specific kink for that.
2: Well, and think, <laughs> think, about, <laughs> think about low gravity sports. There's Ooh. also that, too. Um, it's going to change oh. a lot of that. You're going to have, you know, f- football on the moon will be uh, pretty interesting.
0: Do you think anyone's going to? Was it. Um, who was the astronaut that did the first golf? Uh, golf- Put in space. I'm drawing a blank. He did one on the moon. One of the first astronauts that went up snuck a club. Yeah. Like I, I wonder if we're going to ever beat his uh, his record. it for long oh, drive. Yeah,
4: they did it. Stargate. Yeah. They sent it to another another galaxy. So there you go. The longest drive ever.
0: Well, we haven't officially <laughs> that's right. acknowledged it that's real. So until they let us see what's under Cheyenne Mountain, <laughs> uh, I, I, we'll, we'll give it to the uh, to the NASA people for now. For now, they yeah. yeah, are scan. They are scams. <laughs> so that's interesting, though the sports because you know the military has to likes to field their teams. And what's PT going to look like in space?
2: You know, I think that's increasingly going to be less relevant. Um, you know, especially because we got exoskeletons that they've been working on for more than twenty years, and uh, that's going to that's going to be a game changer. You know, you can hump a hundred miles with two hundred pound pack, and it's it's all assisted with. Uh, Hydraulics and, and lithium ion batteries, so that's that's going to be very interesting to see.
3: That's well, set to Earth standards, though. So I mean, what if you're what if you're out in you know the void with no gravity for a month or three or two or a year? Yeah, and then worth- you got to make a drop, and that
1: what happens? Like, how do you, how do you- right, your bones are all delicate.
2: Yeah, or and and you jump into some place with you know twice the gravity or bacteria
0: of Earth. that you're not
1: used and, to.
2: Then, yeah, that.
3: There's a lot of variables I think that, that becomes that comes with all of that kind of infantry stuff. But are we there mm-hmm. anywhere near that? Probably not. And you but- know how?
2: We're- well, I think we're going. to – Go ahead. I think we're going to see like CRISPR and all that good stuff. You're going to see, you know, genetic editing uh, to you know to strengthen your bones, to you know to speed up your respiratory and circulatory systems, uh, to harden your muscles. I think um, I think we're going to start seeing that, uh, and they're going to have to if. if you know the human body's just not going to withstand what, you know, what yeah, military yeah. operations. We're going to have to develop,
0: uh, yeah, you know, without okay, artificial yeah. gravity, um, procreation is going to be an issue too, because they they've tested it in um, artificial gravity with or uh, in in weightless with with lab animals, and because you don't have gravity pulling you down in the normal places, like the baby wouldn't stay in the right spot and it ended up killing the mothers. He said, wow. like, "What's Whoa. that?" Bungee cord. The normal yeah, like, so so gravity keeps the baby centered in the belly in a certain place, right? But what what happens when you don't have gravity and now it's like bumping into the heart or, or, or oh, pushing against the ribcage or, or whatever?
2: Well, what's funny, the expanse actually addressed that if you've read the books.
0: I have not yet. It's on my TBR.
2: Yeah, they actually they actually uh, address that. Um, there's they take them to one of the moons or whatever with low radiation and and better than average gravity. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh,
3: I don't know. <laughs> I haven't looked in with that far. I haven't, read, I haven't read. the books yet, and I mean to. But oh, they're
0: awesome! Uh, well, I mean, I own them, but I have been been waiting to make it through the whole series on on the show, the TV show first, and then I'll go back.
2: So, yeah. Well, the thing that sucks about writing is you don't want, have a lot of time for reading anymore,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> Audio, books. <laughs> Audio books are a thing. So every time when I go That's when bad. I go for my walks, I listen to to books on tape. Right now, I'm waiting for one.
1: Yep, yep. Just ask Terry in his 700 audiobooks.
0: <laughs> you know,
3: I'm <laughs> actually curious. Terry, I mean, when you started writing, because you're, you know, you were a mountain pit the <laughs> Christ. <laughs> it, was, that,
4: was that hard for you or to read and write at the same time when you first started out? It was a little bit hard for me, but since I was basically expanding on the kind of things I liked to read, I just fit it into my reading. Writing is almost like reading for me now. Okay. <clears throat>
3: That's cool. I, I, I've been trying to do it. I'm just started out as well. So I'm a new guy, but you know, I, as I read books. I keep freaking out about if I'm doing it as well as the guys I'm reading are. And then it's like a, it's a mind, you know what it is.
4: Yeah. And yeah. My advice yeah. to you on that is the only person you're competing with is yourself. Make yourself a better writer. Every time you tell a story, work on, trying to fix something you think you're a little bit short on. Don't worry about how good everybody else is doing because those other authors, they're not worried about how anybody else is doing, or if they are, that's going to hurt them in the long run. Just just work about yourself, man. You're doing great. Thanks, so nice. Nice.
3: Apologies. No, for that's question.
0: cool. So does anybody else have other thoughts before we uh, we wrap this up, our first attempt at a roundtable?
2: <laughs> no.
0: What about, what about you, Logan? <laughs> Any other thoughts on the uh, Space Force?
3: Probably not that are for consumption of the public.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I just want to know what the first Space Ranger is going to look like. <sighs>
3: so,
4: it's going to look like the Power Rangers. Very no. Tiny, oh, no.
0: Very tiny
3: shorts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it doesn't end oh, well for God. the Power Rangers. Didn't that one guy get arrested for, like, stabbing someone with a samurai sword?
1: Probably. Yep.
0: The Red Ranger or something, I remember. <laughs> but... Anyway, so well, as we loves. bring this to a close, so uh, Edward uh,
2: Hudson, where can listeners find you? Hey, I'm at uh, www.edwardhudson or com, and I'm on Facebook. All right, and obviously
0: everyone's links will be in the show notes so you can just, you know, scroll down. Oh, yeah, the scroll uh, down.
4: show notes. Yeah. Scroll down. What about you, Terry? Where can they find you? They can find my books on Amazon. I'm the only Terry Mixon there. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. That's that's where I hang out.
0: All right, outstanding. What about you, uh, Logan? Do you have any of your social media set yet? With your book, first book not launched yet.
3: Don't don't talk trash to me, bro. Not while we're doing this.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> will uh, fly through this uh, internet. I'm <laughs> <laughs> on my
3: Facebook. That happens. It's Santa Claus with a cigar and a machine gun. And uh, then, I'm, on, <laughs> I'm on Gmail. It's loisgotbooks at gmail dot com.
1: Yeah, my website is chriswinderbooks.com. They can find the show at www.sfshenanigans.com and our email address is podcasts at sfshenanigans.com.
0: Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us. For Chris Winder, I'm J.R. Hanley, and this was the Sci-Fi Shenanigans Podcast. We'll be back next week at the same time where we'll indulge our love of space and all things that go Boom. Alright, thank you for sticking with us through that uh, Archived episode that was In the uh, in the Digital memory hole that we found We thought you'd enjoy it, so thank you for spending Some of your precious time with us For Nick Garber and Doc Seska, I am J.R. Hanley, and this was the Archive For the Blasters and Blades Podcast We'll be back at our regular scheduled time Where we'll indulge our love of nerd Culture, cheesy jokes, and all things That go Boom!